0: We are truly blessed here at ICD for many reasons. One of those reasons is that we have two focused missionaries to help us to grow in our discipleship, in our following of the Lord. We also have faith-sharing groups to help help us in being disciples of our Lord as well. What exactly is a disciple? A disciple is someone who's a follower, someone who is doing the will of God to the best of their ability, who's learning, who's in relationship with the Lord, who wants to do this and is self-motivated to do this. So sometimes we may be thinking that we're disciples because we show up sometimes for Mass and maybe we pray every now and then. But if we're not fully committed to the Lord, if He isn't first in our lives, then we have not yet reached that level of being a disciple. In our Gospel passage, we hear about our Lord's, our Lord telling us what it means to be a disciple and the cost of discipleship. He says something very striking at the beginning of our passage. He says, If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. We might think, whoa, wait a minute. Hate? Is he serious? Isn't Jesus God and isn't God love? And aren't we supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves? Like, what is he talking about? Well, another way to understand this is not hate, as in the sense of willing evil upon another, but in the sense of loving less, as in not as much as something else. Jesus is saying that he needs to be number one. He needs to be most important. That father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even our own lives need to be less important than the Lord otherwise, then we're not truly his disciples. We see this lived out in the martyrs of the church, how they're willing to give up their own lives. We see this lived out in, our, in the saints of the church, St. Francis of Assisi, abandoning his family and their wealth and possessions in order to follow the Lord. We are called to be disciples. And however the Lord calls us, we need to keep him first in our lives. And this is a difficult thing to do. We're also told that we must carry our own cross, otherwise we cannot be his disciple. But what does that mean to carry our crosses? The challenges, the burdens, the things that we face in life, not to ignore them or to do our own thing, but recognize how God may be calling us to grow. It's through difficulty, through challenges that we are able to grow in the spiritual life, that we can acquire the virtues, If everything was smooth and easy and comfortable, then we wouldn't make any progress. We would just want to stay where we are as we are. But by allowing us to experience challenges and difficulties in life, we can strengthen the virtues. We can increase our faith, hope, and love through continuing to choose the Lord and keep him above all else, by continuing to choose to be his disciple. Then he goes on to talk about building a tower and fighting in a battle, how one must consider what this will cost before pursuing it. The same is true with discipleship. What is it going to cost us to be his disciples? To choose to be able to keep him first and knowing that it may mean we have to change some friendships or we may have to adjust our way of life, may have to let go of some possessions That can be scary. That can be difficult. And in fact, in our second reading from the letter of St. Paul to Philemon, we hear this illustrated. Onesimus is with Paul, and that's a slave of Philemon. And St. Paul is wanting to have Philemon release this person as a slave to let go of this property of His. And that's not easy to let go. That's not easy to follow the wisdom of God over the wisdom of the world. And yet, Paul's not forcing him. He wants wants Philemon to make this choice voluntarily, so that by choosing it himself, he would gain the rewards of doing the right thing, of being this disciple of Christ. But the rewards are not only in heaven, but also on earth. Because Paul says that he's giving him back, not as a slave, but as a brother in Christ. Which is so much more important and better than a slave. To have a fellow disciple to work with and to help accompany us on our journey. So yes, there's a cost, but the benefits way outweigh the costs of discipleship. Yes, we may have to let go of some things, but the rewards we will gain will be so much better than what we have to let go of. And this is contrary to the wisdom of the world. But God's wisdom far surpasses that of the world, as we heard in our first reading. And when we follow God's wisdom, then we are set on the right path, the right path to heaven, the right path to holiness, the right path to being the best that we can be. And so even though we're told in our Gospel passage we must hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even in our, our own life, our Lord is saying that he must be number one and these other things must be less than that to us. And the reward we get will far exceed what we let go of. Now this may seem really hard, but in actuality, when we love God first and we allow him to love us, and that relationship is primary in our lives, then we are filled with the love of God. And so we can love other people not only with our natural human love, but with the love that we receive, the love that we're exchanging with God, can then pour out into our other relationships. That is, we will love father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and ourselves even more if we put God first because we will be filled with the divine love of God, and that will spill out into all other relationships. And so we are called to be disciples. And while there is a cost to that, the rewards very much outweigh the costs. And so it's important for us to choose to be disciples, to seek out encountering the Lord, to be self-motivated to grow in the faith, to follow him, to seek out assistance in small faith groups, from our focus missionaries, and in other ways, receiving the grace of our Lord in the sacraments. If we fall astray, like we see the disciples do time and time again in our gospel passages, to return to the Lord in the sacrament of reconciliation, and to be nourished by the Lord on our journey, nourished by the food that he himself gives us, nourished by his own flesh, which comes to us in the Most Holy Eucharist.